the mom, for instance, she wants to dress up, Friday dress up day. So every Friday, that's your day for you to dress up. All of us have a calendar of some sort. When we go to a doctor's appointment, we have to schedule it. We schedule kids soccer games and football games. We schedule, you know, PTO meetings. Everything is scheduled. Why not schedule yourself here? Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Today's guest is Danielle Turner, and so I just love this interview. Danielle and I dive into self-care and why it's so important, especially for busy moms. She is a self-care advocate, a licensed social worker, and we have such similar missions. In fact, I was on her podcast, the Purple Butterfly podcast, not too long ago. So if you want to hear more from Danielle, definitely check out her podcast. But we just have such a similar mission that it was a no-brainer to have her come onto the show so that we can chat and and share with you our passion, which is helping you put yourself on your to-do list. So let's dive into the interview. Hey, everyone. We have here today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, Danielle Turner. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thank you. So good to be here. So Danielle is a licensed social worker and self-care advocate with a mission to empower others to work through mental health challenges and become the best version of themselves. She has a master's degree in social work, is certified in trauma-informed individual and group therapy, and in cognitive behavioral therapy. Danielle is the CEO and owner of Inner Your Clinical Services an author of several books, and the host of the Purple Butterfly podcast. Today, Danielle and I will be chatting about the necessary steps to take in your self-care journey. All right, so let's just get into it. Danielle, tell us more about your journey and what brought you to be where you are today. So I uh, had my own mental health challenges at one point, and working through my anxiety and my depression but was very paramount was the self-care piece. And so I learned that with self-care and and really figuring out what was best for me and doing the things that I enjoy, it really helped me move through that challenging time in my life um, and really make my brands and become who I am today. So for me, self-care is very important. Just taking the time to do whatever it is you feel is going to be impactful, you know, to you in a healthy way. Sure. So what have you found that self-care has helped you do that if you weren't taking care of yourself, that you'd probably be in a better, like a worse off place. So what have you found? How's your life opened up and improved since? One of the things that I really struggled with was um, loneliness. And at times it would be very debilitating where I was like, okay, I don't even want to go home. So I became a workaholic. Um, I would sit in my car in the garage because I just didn't want to go inside the house because as soon as I get in the house, that's it. You know, there's no one. Um, And so learning to take care of myself and do the things that I enjoy helped me to deal with that piece of loneliness and to move through that struggle and being okay with just being with myself. 
um, really was a game changer for me because yes, there are going to be times where we might have those feelings of loneliness, but it doesn't mean that we're necessarily always alone. So at the end of the day, we do have ourselves, you know, nice. and so if you're doing the things that you enjoy and taking care of yourself, dating yourself, which I think is a very important thing to do, um, really for me anyway, really helped me to move through that loneliness space um, mm -hmm. and to be okay with, with being at home right. and, and allowing my home to be my sanctuary again. Because at one point I, it felt like a prison cell, like, oh, I'm going to jail. So. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned something that I just want to point out was like that you buried yourself into work, like in work, you buried yourself in these things that you thought that you had to be doing or that you should be doing. And instead of improving the relationship with yourself and getting comfortable with being yourself, because right. you learned that was what was creating that loneliness for you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And one thing that just popped in my mind too, is a lot of times with self-care, we'll say, oh, I'm going to go shopping and that's self-care. Or I'm going to go out to right, a happy hour. I'm going to go out to eat. And all those things can be self-care, but when you're doing it, I guess, excessively, I would say, right. or to take the place of something else, then it does not really become self-care. And so that was the other thing I was doing. So now I'm at work and after work, let me go have a drink or let me go out to eat or let me just, you know, do online shopping. Um, and so that wasn't very healthy at, at all either. Right. All of those pursuits, whether it be work, drinking, shopping, eating, they're all ways to drown your emotions. Exactly. And so you've got to make sure that you're doing self-care that's going to help you manage your emotions effectively rather than just right. drown them out and try to try to cope mm -hmm. that way. Exactly. So you talk about five steps mm -hmm. that, that you walk your clients through for a self-care journey. Can you talk more about these steps? Yes, of course. So the first thing I always tell my clients to do is make a list of all the things that you enjoy doing and think really big outside of the box. Um, if you like sharpening pencils, get a box of pencils and sharpen away, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're just listening to this on the podcast, but then y'all just pull up a pencil. So she's just using what she sees in her room. <laughs> Whatever pops into her brain. <laughs> So whatever feels good, whatever you enjoy doing, really think big outside of the box. One thing for me that I had to recognize with self-care was organizing. So even like this past Sunday, I, I Target's my, my happy place, by the way. So I, I ran to Target. <laughs> I got some new bins and baskets and, you know, things. And I just kind of organized my bathroom. And it looks different. It's refreshed. It's clean. It's organized. You can find everything now. That made me feel good, you know, and that just kind of was my self-care Sunday for me. So really thinking outside the box of things that you really enjoy, make a list. What I also say is when you're making that list, let's say you enjoy hiking, but maybe you haven't hiked in a year, put that at the top of the list versus let's say you like doing a puzzle, but you put a puzzle together yesterday. So put the things that you've done the farthest away at the top and start there. Um, and, you know, just make, make a list of all the things that you enjoy so that you can pick and pull from that list and not get stagnant. If you're a mom who feels like you're close to burning out, you're not alone. 
It can be difficult to make time for yourself when you're constantly taking care of others. But self-care is essential to avoiding mom burnout. That's why I created Self-Care 101, a course specifically for moms. In it, I walk you through the five pillars of self-care and help you make time for activities that will recharge and refuel you. Enroll today to learn what fills your cup and to give your family the gift of a mom who is operating with a cup that overflows. Check the show notes of this episode for the link to enroll today. What do you think to moms who don't even know what it is? Like it's been so long since they've done anything that they enjoyed that they struggle to even come up with that, with anything to put on their list. Uh, Again, I would say think really outside the box. If it is you like to maybe a mom who wants to get dressed up, you know, typically as a mom who run around with the kids, we got on our sweats or our leggings and our hair is in a ponytail or whatever the case may be, right? Maybe your self-care will be, on Fridays, I'm going to put on some good jeans and have a nice shirt on and I'm going to not wear that ponytail, you know, so even just little things like that could be a form of self-care for you. Okay. So it's just really having that brainstorming session of thinking back of what, what makes you feel good. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's step one, right? That's step one. All right. Step so- two is scheduling your self-care. So again, with the mom, for instance, she wants to dress up Friday dress up day. So every Friday, that's your day for you to dress up. All of us have a calendar of some sort. When we go to a doctor's appointment, we have to schedule it. We schedule kids, soccer games and football games. We schedule, you know, PTO meetings, everything is scheduled. Why not schedule yourself here? Right. Put it, put it in your calendar. And the other thing is letting everyone know that between this hour and this hour, mom is going to be taking a a hot shower. Mom is going to be doing that bubble bath, you know? So this is my time and my schedule makes it a little bit more easy to actually do it, which is really step three, like actually doing it. Right. right. We make excuses. Oh, I was busy. The kids had to cook and had to do that, but really schedule it and then actually put it in practice. Right. And that back to that step too. I mean, what you just said about sharing with other people, let, hold, letting other people hold you accountable because with kids, especially like, you know, young school age kids, they may not, and, and even be below that, they mm-hmm. are not going to understand if they're used to having access to you 24 seven, Right, it's going to take a while to them to transition, to realize that this is mom's time. And then they start seeing the benefits of letting mm-hmm. mom have our time, but exactly. it takes a while. And it really exactly. does, you know, convincing yourself that that time is worthy and then holding those boundaries to be mm-hmm. able to, to let your family know that this is what I'm doing now and you're going to benefit from it, but right. I need this time. <laughs> I need this time. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, say, saying no, setting the boundaries is a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I don't think that we think of setting boundaries as self-care, but it is because it's, it's saying, listen, this is important to me. And again, like you said, it's important to me and it's also going to help you. So right. you know, right. give me that time, you know? And once you have that time, then step three is actually doing the self-care, you know, and put it into practice. So again, every Friday, if that's what, get up and get dressed and make your, you know, dial yourself up, do whatever it is that makes you feel good. 
Right, um, right. Which is mm-hmm. a lot easier said than done though. It Especially is. If you're not used to doing that, if you're not used yeah. to dressing up or if you're not like you just, just take off your example, you're not used to like putting on makeup or, you know, getting in, getting mm-hmm. out of your yoga pants or whatever, like, you know, <laughs> it, it could be, a, it, it's definitely, that's why they call it a self-care practice mm-hmm. because it's something that you have to practice. It's not something exactly. that's going to just come natural to you. And, you know, I've, I've always shared in my group, like self-care doesn't happen unless you're intentional about it. Like you can't yeah. be like, oh yeah, I practice self-care. <laughs> so you do need to schedule it. You do need to make that space and protect that space as you would mm-hmm. a doctor's appointment. Exactly. Exactly. And put a reminder in your phone, you know? So, yes. Right. So if, if the, again, Friday, Friday dress up day, every Friday morning, when that alarm goes off, I now have an alarm in my phone that says, Oh, it's Friday dress up day. Let me get up to remind myself to take that extra time to myself. Right. To get done. Yeah. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that using your phone alarm. Cause it's something that you, you carry with you all the time, like use it all to your time. advantage instead of always exactly. using it to check your social feeds. Exactly. Use it for something that's going to make you better. <laughs> exactly. So that's only steps one, two, three. How about, mm-hmm. I, you know, you Number step three was do it. What's step four? You- Monitor your progress. Really, you know, again, be intentional about your self-care. And a lot of times, so let's say, for instance, we go to the gym and we go, and every time we go, we just get on the elliptical. After a while, that might get a little boring. And then guess what? We don't want to do it anymore, right? So that's, again, goes back to one. If you have that list of things, then when something gets mundane or just kind of gets in a rut or you feel like it's not working anymore, it's not making an impact, pick something else off that list that you can now do. And, you know, so you can have a variety. I call it in your self-care toolbox. Have a variety of things in your toolbox, you know? Because when we think of an actual toolbox, you got a hammer, you got different screws, you have different kind of uh, a flathead of the other one. With Phillips, the Phillips, Phillips. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the different tools, yes. You have different tools in there. Not one tool is going to do all the, everything. So the same thing with our self-care toolbox. We might have to have more tools in there because not one thing may do the job. Right, right. I, mm-hmm. that, instead of giving it and abandoning your plan altogether, then exactly. look at that toolbox and say, you know, what do I actually making the time to ask yourself, what do I feel like today? What do I need? And exactly. your toolbox and seeing what tool do I need today? That's mm-hmm. going to make me feel good and give me my feel back. Exactly. I love that. Asking yourself what you need, right. you know, being self-reflective. And then the last one is get an accountability partner. So, mm-hmm. you know, get, if you need therapy or a coach or a friend that can just check in with you and say, Hey, it's Friday. What do you got on today? You got those yoga pants on, (laughs) (laughs) the jeans on, right? So just having someone who can check in with you and help you through the the process to keep you on track is really important. All right. Awesome. Those five, those are five very simple steps, right? You Mm -hmm. really broke it down and, you know, made that definitely doable for, Mm -hmm. for any of the moms listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. of how to make self-care happen on the regular, you know, to be consistent and to to make sure that you're getting what you need. So I I was just going to say, I think it's also important that you listen to your body. And sometimes as moms, we just need to rest and that's okay. 
you know, and affirming yourself because a lot of times we don't feel that we are worthy of having any time for ourselves mm -hmm. because we're so busy taking care of our families. Yes. You know, so right. affirming yourself and telling yourself, I deserve to have, even if it's just 10 minutes of some self-care, you yeah. know, to, to help you with be intentional about taking care of yourself. You made a great point because self-care isn't always about doing more. It, mm -hmm. Many times it's about doing less. Exactly. And giving yourself that permission to, to get rid of the guilt, to stop yeah. feeling guilty about sitting down because there's so many times, oh my gosh, so many times, like my husband would be resting, like watching a football game and I'd be with the vacuum or like <laughs> up there doing, just like doing all these things. And like inside, like the resentment was growing and you're feeling yeah. like, what, why does he get to do that? Why does he get to, but right. we are in charge. We are our own person and we are in charge. We get to make the rules about our life. And exactly. so- it was, it was all of the, that guilt and the, you know, perfectionism and the people pleasing, like all of those, those things that were getting in the way of me just saying, I can rest too. Like mm -hmm. everything's going to still be there. <laughs> right. And learning to set those boundaries. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so it's so important to be able to know that self-care is not about always doing more, but mm -hmm. rather about doing less. Yes, and exactly. asking yourself, what do you need? Exactly. If you're a super busy, stressed out mom looking to minimize self-doubts, challenge unrealistic expectations, and confront negative self-talk, all while increasing your self-confidence, then you already know that you have to stop feeling inadequate and fully believe in yourself. That's where the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program can help. In just eight weeks, you can transform your inner critic to become your biggest cheerleader. You will learn proven methods to stop negative self-talk, break the cycle of negative thinking, and shift your self-beliefs to ones that serve you. Start treating yourself with kindness and compassion and grow your self-esteem and confidence by enrolling in the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program today. You can find the link in the show notes of today's episode. So you have a podcast and I was a guest. Uh, I was yes. a guest on your podcast, which is how we initially, you know, came across each other. And so it's a the Purple Butterfly podcast. Tell us a little yes. bit about that. So it is a podcast that I have weekly guests um, where we talk about a little bit of everything um, and how it all relates back to self-care. Um, and my reason for even creating the podcast was to be able to have a voice um, to let people know that self-care is important and it's necessary. Um, and I'm not very much a person who wants to be in the limelight. So I was like, hey, let's do a podcast because I just have to talk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to put myself out there when actually you really are. But at the same time, in my, that was my thought process when I started. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> I know, right? It made sense, but it made sense at the time. <laughs> Um, and so, and I also am very big on butterflies because they represent transformation and every stage of a butterfly's life, they are growing and they are changing and they are, you know, doing something to further them, further themselves into becoming that butterfly. And then purple is my favorite color. So, you know, why not? You just put it together, right? <laughs> and I like that the butterfly about transformation and becoming who you were meant to be. Exactly. Right? Just like the butterfly yeah. does, the spends their whole life 
transforming into who she or he were meant to be. Or butterflies, they have male and female, right? So like, <laughs> I use the pronoun. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So, okay. So, um, why? So you use butterflies because of the transformation. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. All right. So what is your go-to self-care practice? How do you fill up? One is the organizing. Very okay. big yep, you did organizing. Love to organize things and declutter. Um, those are my really go-tos. Every morning I do some meditation. I also do a little bit of journaling. Um, I actually have a morning mindset journal that is out to kind of help you with that morning routine, like five to 10 minutes of gratitude and affirming yourself and uh, setting your intentions for the day and writing out what your self-care is going to look like and kind of self-reflection questions. Um, so I do that in the mornings and I'm very big on coffee. Coffee is my thing. So, um, you know, having, being able to just sit down and have some coffee before I can get my day started is really important for me. Do you have because a I'm very or black? <laughs> oh gosh. I can't do black. <laughs> I need my cream. That's why I asked. I'm like, I love coffee, but I don't really like the taste of coffee. Like I need the creamer. <laughs> yeah, I gotta have the creamer. I, anyone who can do black coffee, kudos to you. Oh, can't no. do it. Don't even want to try. So right. nope. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, so, and one thing that I recently started was yoga, um, oh, okay. which I had not done, you know, yoga before kind of sort of here and there, maybe some like chair yoga or something like that. But um, I recently started some trauma informed yoga, which has been really, really helpful. And I get monthly massages like that's my thing okay. as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. So do you have a book that you can recommend to all the listeners? Ta-da! My own! <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about it. So I was the co-author in um, the book, Bless Not Broken, Volume 4, The Power of Letting Go. And what it is, it's an anthology of, I think there's six of us, six or seven women total, um, who each took a chapter about something that we needed to let go of in our life. And so my chapter in particular is about my self-care journey. It kind of gives the blueprint of what I did to um, with my self-care and to move through my difficulty with my depression and anxiety. Um, and even the other ladies' chapters are just, it's just an amazing book of motivation and, you know, empowerment and just a blueprint to having a better you at the end of the day. Awesome. So where can listeners find you, Danielle? So the best place to find me would be Instagram um, and Facebook. I'm at InterU Clinical Services LLC. And then my website where you can also purchase Bless Not Broken, Broken as well as I have two journals out right now. I'm in the midst of creating a series of journals. So I have two done at uh, my website, which is interuulc.com. I think I mispronounced it in the beginning, in the bio. I said inner no. your. And when I was no. reading it, okay, I think I said inner your or something. I don't know. But <laughs> so inner you, inner you. Okay. All right. So all of Danielle's information is going to be found in the show notes of today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing with us your wisdom. Thank you. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. 
Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.